0: I was also that person again when I was my fittest and I see pictures and I
1: Yeah, and you're like, "What?" and I was hiding when I looked yeah, like that. Right? I now. just
0: felt like a little bit more like I could always be better. Like, yes. you know, eating after eating a cupcake after working out, I just felt like, <laughs> oh, "Fuck, like guilty." Like, that I'm like jeez, Like both- I wasn't happy. And I think just being happier now and 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 um, just accepting my body um I don't know. I just feel so, so good.
1: Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, uplevel your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hi, girls. Welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. Today's episode is an interview with Noemi Valdez. She is Salome Valdez's sister. Some of you may know her from The Get Up Girl here, Two Chicks and a Mic Show. Noemi has been training with me online with my Live Fully Academy monthly membership site ever since the pandemic started. So I got to know her a little bit better. We talk about... Her big change in her life, which was a big car accident many years back and how that was a big pivotal moment and how she got back up from that car accident and from that day and how she started running and how she started looking at health differently and also how she got into burlesque dancing. I mean, like as a dancer here, I'm like, that just is so fun and I can't wait till things open up so that I can go see her perform. And as I'm asking her questions, I'm thinking about the questions that you would want to know. So I'm asking her questions, you know, like, what do you wear? What do you do this? You know, because I've, I've never really been to a true burlesque show. And so I'm just so curious. And I just thought, gosh, I so wish I can go watch it. So here you go. Here is your interview chat with Noemi Valdez. Welcome back to the Get Up Girl. I am here with my gal, Noemi Valdez. Many of you know her sister, Salome Valdez. We do our little two chicks and a mic show. And this is Noemi. I'm really excited to have this chat today. How the heck are you in this February of 2021?
0: I'm doing great. I had a really good six mile run. And even though I run really in the same place almost every time I go running outside, it's always very different for me. So today um, was a sunrise and it was beautiful and I listened to different music. So I feel very energized and I feel good.
1: Yeah, to give a little backstory, I did say it in the in the intro, you're an avid runner, which you were not always. And then now you work out with me consistently online with my Livefully Academy you know, membership. With that, let's go back a little bit because we're all about how to get back up, you know, and it's like... Give me some tips and tools. Noemi, take us back before you were in a car accident and I'm very like little familiar with this. So I would love to hear the story. What the heck happened?
0: So in 2008, I graduated from Cal State Fullerton and then I moved in with my mom in my hometown Calexico in the Imperial Valley. It's a border town to Mexico, Mexicali and I uh, lived with my mom for about a year and a half paid off my school loans and was working at an in and out in the city of El Centro there so I was paying off my school loans and just kind of living there with my mom partying a lot <laughs> partying a lot
1: a little partying and in and out, and in and out. out.
0: <laughs> making <laughs> a lot of new friendships it was actually a really fun time of my life um, and one of the nights I um, was not drinking and driving I just want to be clear because I heard a rumor about that and no. Uh was just driving and it's a very um it was a very dark road where there aren't even any lights. You just kinda have to be a local to know how to drive there. A lot of agriculture. And I was looking for this one street and missed the stop sign. I was I wasn't even driving fast or anything, um, and got hit on the side of my car really hard. And so the guy was coming probably like 70 or 80. Again, there's hardly any stop signs, no stoplights at all. And my car wrapped around an electricity pole. And, uh, thank God I was wearing a seatbelt. I had a really big scar right here. Um, and obviously survived and the other person was well too. And, uh, after that I had, I broke my hand and split my knee open and, Um, then I had to do some very intensive physical therapy and, uh, just got really into working out because at the time I wasn't very, uh, into nutrition or really paying attention to my body at the time I was 21 and I just wasn't really, I was careless in a way regarding my body. Uh, so, uh, I don't like to say blessing in disguise or whatever, uh, but I think that's really what started my workout journey or consistent workout journey because I danced in high school.
1: Well, Noemi, Um, you're 21. Let's go back to that mm -hmm. night. Did you knock out? Did you go unconscious? And if so, when you woke up or were you like, were you scared? Did you cry? (laughs) Did you think you were dead?
0: So uh, I'm not sure if you've ever been to car accident. And I'm sure people that have been in really bad car accidents will recall the sound of just like crushing glass, metal, the tire, you know, argh, like it's things like you watch on uh, maybe like a TV or a movie. And it's just way worse than that because it's your it, part of it. You see the headlights. Um, and it was a very scary part of my life. I um, remember just being really scared going in circles or wrapped around this electricity pole. The the whole car went in this way too. And, um, I was not, I was feeling fine. I got out really quick, jumped out. I had one chancla on. I was wearing chanclas. I had one chancla on. Like just just got out really quick. I
1: don't know what that is. That's a sandal. Okay. A sandal.
0: Uh, and I just got out and I was more concerned about the, the other car so I just kind of ran out and um, checked on the guy he was doing well and then I started feeling like just like warm <laughs> like it's kind of gross but just like a warm watery liquid near my left toe and then once I looked down my knee ugh, was like split open and I could see my bone, and just like blood rushing out, and then I guess that's when my my it brain got picked, in. picked yeah. it in and said, mm-hmm. "Okay, like you're hurt." Like my arm was swollen. Um, so yes, yeah, so it was really, really scary. And even to now, um, when I hear like really hard, you know, just kind of like a car's tire or or just anything like that, I get a little startled because it comes back yeah. to that.
1: After the car accident, did you do any kind of therapy, mindset therapy or anything? Because did you have traumatic flashbacks from the car accident? Because I can only imagine when trauma sits in the body and then it'll turn into things, other things of a dis-ease. Did that happen to you? And did you seek therapy?
0: I did not seek professional therapy. Um, I think it it did help that I talked about it often with friends. Um, I, my mom's experience, just even, just even listening to my mom. Um, by the way, I didn't want to call my mom because I felt like I didn't want her to worry. So I ended up calling one of my sisters that was at the time in Orange County. This is about four hours away, three and a half. And, um, I just told her I've been in a bad car accident. I don't want to go to the hospital. I don't want the ambulance to pick me up. I don't have health insurance.
1: (laughs) So you waited for three and a half hours for your sister to come pick you up?
0: No, I just called her because she's kind of like my helpline. Okay,
1: well, how'd you get to the hospital?
0: So uh, I ended up calling a friend from the city. And he actually got there before the ambulance, picked me up. And, uh, he took me to the hospital Mm -hmm. before him taking me to the hospital. I called my sister and I said, Hey, this is what's going on. I'm more scared that I'm going to have, a big medical bill after this. That was my number one. That was
1: your bigger concern than, yeah, than your actual knee? Yes. Interesting, especially at 21. Oh oh my gosh, I was
0: paying school loans. That was Mm -hmm. my whole, you know, plan. I had everything organized. I really knew that I was only going to live there for a year and a half. I was going to pay off my school loans, move back to Mm -hmm. LA. And 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 that was like, yeah, that was like the curveball. And I just thought, I can't. Stop paying my school loans and I don't have health insurance. And I was even thinking, like, maybe if I like seep my body in the tub. Like I was just oh my gosh. I just was not did not want to go to the hospital. And then I called my sister and she said, Hey, if you don't go to the hospital, I'm gonna drive over there right now. It takes about three and a half hours and I'm gonna and you're gonna feel worse because you're gonna kinda gonna make like people. make me uh-huh. Yeah go to the hospital. And I just thought, okay, that's true. And so I just told her, please don't tell mom, uh, just text her and let her know that I'm okay. And then I'm spending the night somewhere else. I just didn't want my mom to mm-hmm. worry. Got it.
1: But now after the car accident, let's go to how you got back up. Like what was the first thing that you did?
0: Gosh, um, the car accident really changed my life. Um, again, the thing that really, uh, physically I, with the physical therapy, I became really good friends. I'm still really good friends with my physical therapist from then. And, um, I just kind of took a step back, like stop and smell the roses type of thing. And really thought like shit. Cause I remember driving and thinking like, what kind of like excited that I was going to go out to this, like, house party or whatever and then like listening to music and just distracted all the time I just I'm constantly distracted all the time and I just thought had I paid attention not that I was feeding had I just freaking looked up I would have seen the stop sign I just was kind of distracted at the time so it really pushed like the brakes and said chill out and take care of your body um so it just kind of was more more of that
1: What were you like in with fitness before this accident? Were you a little more overweight? Were you not working out since high school?
0: Yeah, I uh, was about almost 200 pounds um, before the car accident. High school, I was, um, I guess I was pretty fit cardio wise. I wasn't uh, like fit like this, but I was actually doing drill team, as you know, Mm is (laughs) really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Drill team is a great workout, and we were rehearsing every day Um, and so that was fun I never ran though it was more of a dance thing this is fun let's do cardio I didn't run in college I didn't even really care to do any any of that stuff I was working three jobs at the time and going to school full-time so um, working out was not a priority at the time when I was in college and then it kind of just like melted into my real life because I just wasn't comfortable really working out and then this happened and then that's when I started Gained really into fitness and lost like yeah 50 so what's the first thing after.
1: that you did know Emmy when it came to fitness? What's the first thing because if you were two hundred you had to had to do one step
0: it is not even a magic I mean it's like it's kind of like bigger people like we stopped drinking soda like we lose weight that yeah. way so it the was first thing you really good just- was you
1: stopped drinking soda
0: uh drinking uh limiting alcohol intake it really is just a diet there's no special pill people kind of want to know like I constantly had people what did you do how did you I'm like I just watched my portions like it's really not a magic pill at all um number one was nutrition because uh, at the time I couldn't really walk I was walking on a cane so I was kind of doing some movement but it was more so like all right I gotta drink more water eat more grains the simplest thing people really should do. And um, that's all I did. And I lost weight that way. And um, then when I started able to drop the cane and did the physical therapy, I started running, just running because at that time there weren't really any gyms around there. So I just ran in the agricultural fields. Um, And that was really liberating for me because I kind of, I learned to love to run Mm -hmm. and I haven't stopped since. So did I you fall in love running. with the
1: earth? When that happened, did you fall in love with nature?
0: Um I it was more so I fell in love with being alone and working out. Again, I mostly did dancing so you're constantly with someone else, you're communicating, you have somebody else. But this is a different type of cardio and really forces you to hear your thoughts and yeah. so for so long, um, I just started kind of just running and getting that runner's high that people talk about. I, I was definitely getting it. And I, I started with one mile, two miles, four miles. And then I started doing right, half okay, marathons, marathons. Yes. Yeah. No,
1: I Noemi, mean, let's talk about that. You've done a full
0: marathon? Yeah, I've done uh, three, actually.
1: Three full marathons. Which yeah. ones?
0: So, oh my gosh, the first one I did was uh, the Athens in Greece full marathon and it's extra special to me because that's where Marathon, that's where it started. Like that's where the name came from and marathons and running. So it was really cool to be, uh, to do my first marathon there. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay. So
1: the actual first marathon was happened in Greece.
0: Yes. So it was, um, gosh, I probably should have looked into (laughs) this. Let me, (laughs) let me, let me me see if I got this right. So it's like a, it was from uh, the city of marathon. Like it was like a messenger, I know people are probably going to ask me exactly what, and I can research it later. Um, running to provide a message to the okay. city of Athens. And that was like the 24 point whatever miles. Yes.
1: Yeah. yes. So okay. That's I what we what ended, ended up doing,
0: the actual route. <laughs>
1: and so. now we do it with a bib and, uh, and a medal at the end. Okay. That makes <laughs> sense. Wow. Three marathons. Okay. Because somebody as I, that wants to, I guess, fall in love with running, what was the first thing that you fell in love with? Like, was it the quietness? Cause it is scary to be there like, oh, I need my earphones. What was it for you, Noemi?
0: So I I do listen to music or I listened more to music. Now actually, like even earlier today, I didn't listen to music. I just listened to the to the waves. The beach Ooh. I ran at the beach. Wow. But before that, I constantly again, my mind is still going like this and so i needed to listen to music i actually put music where it's like warm up music to really fast to so i was constantly like okay like personal record cuz again at that time i was losing weight pretty fast and i felt more fit and i felt like i can run this you know these miles within like 7 minute mile type of average and, um, so that's not who I am now. So now I fell in love with, uh, I'm not constantly trying to beat my record. I'm just wanting to finish it and having fun as opposed to, you know, like, like check all these
1: before yeah. was more like I have to do it. Is that what you're saying? It was more like I have
0: to do it. And also my competitive side of like, okay, I see that guy up there and I'm going to try to catch up to him. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, He's back there now. Okay, who's next? Like, yes. I was more competitive, like, even running with my fingers like this the way, you know, your blood flows, your back. Yes. You know, I wouldn't even stop to eat. Like, I would have grabbed like cl- a cliff bar and like do the. Yeah, I just didn't even want to stop to like pee. Like, I was just like very. He,
1: like, yeah, Noemi, it goes back to the same thing when you were driving the car. Like, you said, you were not in tune with it, you were not paying attention. Yeah. So, when you wouldn't do it again, right? We okay. So, what? How are you now when you run?
0: Yeah. So I thought we were going to talk about that mostly. So I, I had He's I ready, was already okay. prepared to talk, which I was going. I was going to just now compare it to the car accident. I feel again in my life where it's just like. Eh! kind of stop and uh, because in the beginning of the whole pandemic, side note, I I wanna also say I'm sensitive to people. Everyone is um, on a different boat. I don't think we're all on the same boat. Like I kind of hear people quoting. I think we're all on a different boat and everyone it's case by case. So for me, this is my experience. Um, I'm fortunate to continue working from home and working full time. Um, so I know that my experience is very different than maybe a neighbor's or a friend's friends of mine. So I just want to be sensitive to that topic as well. Um, so for me, uh, I noticed that now everything's canceled. I had a plan, a trip to Sri Lanka and um, Dubai, and for this past April to 2020, canceled a Mexico trip. This and that. And I was forced again to just be home and really um, with my thoughts. So I noticed uh, that in the beginning of the pandemic, I started again trying to fill up my calendar somehow. Um, whether it be like okay, like Manny, my boyfriend. Hey, we're gonna have this painting night. Okay, we're gonna do this beer fest this next weekend. Okay, let me check we're my calendar. Family
1: Zoom something. We're gonna family do Zoom.
0: Okay, um, I'm gonna learn. You know, we're gonna. I'm gonna learn to crochet. Like it was just like yes. constantly. Like I felt my personality of like man. Like I feel like if I don't, if I don't do anything, I, I am I a failure? Am I you know? And I think it's just our society that it's constantly like oh now you know now you have time to. You know get that second degree or whatever I just yeah. constantly and mm-hmm. and um <laughs> and so that was for a few months I was even starting to get busier than I was pre-covid mm. and I thought what the fuck like I don't know if I can cuss here um I just felt no now now it's again where I have to just read more thank you Joanna again um I'm very appreciative of you because um because of this, I was able to get to know you better and I love the your workout program, mental and physical um, and just like really just chill, watch a little bit t v here I have the books next to my bed um, mm-hmm. and now I have more time to do those kinds of things where before I felt like I needed to schedule things and I needed to open my agenda and see okay, highlight, okay, I'm gonna have fun this Saturday, okay, what about next Saturday and it's like Dude, like, you're I just, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, mean,
1: I love that. Oh, and thank you. I appreciate you saying that. I uh, As I, the same. It took me 10, 11 months to ease up. You know, and now I actually love a nothing calendar. I went to the other side of the dark side, you know, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do anything. So when somebody asked me, I'm like, I actually like not having anything. And what I like, Noemi, is waking up that day and then choosing instead of it's in the future. So I already know I'm going to have fun. So I'm going to have fun this Saturday. Well, what if I just wake up Saturday, have nothing, and then I have fun? Do you have the same idea? Like you're already looking in the future and I have to plan my fun?
0: Well, my Saturday commitment is 9 a.m. with Fit Factor, So I'm already knowing, like I'm going to have fun with you guys. Saturday workout. Um, Saturday workouts. I think mostly for Sundays because I do work a nine to five job, uh, Monday through Friday, eight to five. And so that's already my commitment Monday through Friday, working from home. And then, um, so I guess I could wake up, like I tell um, my friends without an alarm really on Sundays, um, is when I just really don't try to schedule. Actually, I ended up scheduling a dance class, uh, this coming Sunday. So (laughs) because it's a lot of fun taking dance zoom classes, but typically I don't schedule anything on Sundays. And that's like my Sometimes I run for six, eight, 10 miles. Sometimes I just binge on watch TV. Um, it just depends on how I feel that day. Also, yeah, this pandemic
1: has been such a gift to me. And the question I asked at the beginning was, what is the gift in it? And personally, it took about 10 months to receive the gift because I couldn't see it yet. And I thought, I thought what the gifts were were actually different. And for me, it was falling genuinely in love with doing nothing. You know, and I thought I loved doing nothing, but it was a little bit of a of a lie to myself. And I was distracting myself still with other things. And now I genuinely am in love with just chilling, you know, and just being. It's interesting, Noemi, because we love animals, right? I mean, we love animals. Most people love animals, and animals can just chill. They know how to chill well. And as humans, <laughs> we're like, we gotta go, we gotta go, and our whole worth is around like, what's in our calendar. So shout out to anybody out there who else, who has fallen in love with that. I love that metaphor of the car of you driving, you know, and then it kind of, we keep doing the same thing Mm -hmm. because what do we say that the common denominator here is yourself. And I I remember before, Noemi, I'm like, if I leave this, I'm just going to do the same thing over here. I'm going to do the same thing until I clean up myself. You Mm know, I'm just, I'm the common denominator. I just keep taking Joanna along to the next ride, to the next ride. And I think this pandemic for myself has really reset. Well, you're also a burlesque dancer, and I want to talk about that. How fun and how expansive is that? I mean, for the girls that are like, ooh, I want to do that, tell me more. How the heck did you get into this? Did you just wake up one morning and go, I would
0: be a burlesque dancer? (laughs) So um, I moved to Long Beach, California about three years ago. And... um, I just became, um, familiar with local organizations, like even supporting small businesses around here. Um, uh, and one of the thing, one of the events that I looked at, or I don't know, it was maybe an Instagram advertisement or something was, um, a burlesque show. And so I just kind of started looking more into that. I'm, i don't know anyone, I didn't know at the time anyone else that did burlesque. Um, and so I started looking into that and it it says something about um the team that I'm in now was looking for they're called like like maids or kitty maids, the ones that kind of clean um or pick up your clothes from the floor after you perform. Uh oh. and I thought, you know, that would be kind of fun to do. I just, you know, because I wasn't at the time dancing with uh, collaborate dance, uh, the dance company that that I'm dancing again with now. So I thought, Oh, that would be fun. Cause again, I have my Monday through Friday and then that's it. I clock out and then that's it. And then, um, and I don't have any children. So I, I felt like I just have this other type of time, um, to, um, try something new. And so, uh, looked into this and I emailed the person And I told them, uh, I was like, oh, that would be fun. I said, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not really familiar with burlesque, but I think I I would like to do something like this. I have this inexperience, these years of experience, you know, dancing for so many years. And uh, I've danced in carnival. I started name dropping like carnival, this maxed out. (laughs) So the girl responds and she's Mm -hmm. like, are you interested in in auditioning for the actual team? (laughs) Um, Instead of like, just, not just like uh but cleaning the after clothes. But well, that does sound yeah. fun. <laughs> it is because you get you know, you dress up too and like the MC guy like talks to you and you know, it's fun. Uh so I told her, well so then I felt like, oh shoot, because I'm more accepting of my body now, um, which is interesting because when I thought I was like big or this or that, the fittest time of my life, I would say I was like maybe 25 or 26. And um, at that time, I was never enough. So I've constantly been like, um, like in battle with my image. I just felt like, oh, well, then I can lose half a pound more or I can fit into these jeans, right? It was like constant when I was in my early in my mid 20s. Mm -hmm. And now I feel more comfortable with my body and I'm not how I used to look in my 20, mid twenties, but I feel a lot more accepting of my body. And I thought, Oh shoot, like burlesque dancer. Okay. So I ended up auditioning and I, I loved it. I love it. I still love it. Um, we haven't been as active during the pandemic. We've done like little projects here and there virtually. Um, so I'm excited to get back on stage and, um, strip, (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, tell us about that i mean do you wear pasties do you strip all the way down is it more of a tease what does it look like
0: so everyone has a different uh way of dancing um even within the group you could tell like this person does this more style like softer and then you have me with a freaking whip like i like to use props Got it. okay <laughs> people yeah. on stage you know have your, like persona
1: your alter ego kind of yeah you know I mean? is it so, like that
0: um Yeah, can I share my my Instagram? My if anyone wants to follow is Miss Ms and then underscore Chula and then underscore Morena. So my uh, burlesque name is Chula Morena. Miss underscore Chula underscore Morena. If anyone wants to follow me on Instagram, Um, I have a few solos. Uh, So I really like this uh, dance team burlesque team because. We have themed shows, so it could be like a Disney show or it could be um Game of Thrones, or they just have different themes, so it's a lot of fun. Okay. It's a group burlesque team, and then within that show. Uh, You can audition to have a solo if you're interested in it's not mandatory. So maybe they they want you to play a character, specific character or something Mm -hmm. like that. So you get to also be creative and do your own costumes or um, the person that's in charge of it will help you as well. Um, And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I went back to making costumes when I was in a dance company, collaborate dance company. Salome was typically my sister, uh, founder of collaborate dance company making my costumes she just loves making costumes as you know she's very creative and so now I'm doing my own costumes and it's so much fun I love adding bling like I learned what glue to use what material to use you know what bra type snaps off faster like oh so going back to pasties so you don't always have to take your bra off but I always do. Uh, yeah.
1: Was so, is that um, a totally different Noemi? Like, were, were you like that before? No, what I was always taking my bra girl. Okay, so you were like <laughs> the girl that's listening is like, I want to be like that, no, but I, that I, will I was never kicked
0: happen. Out of bars, because I.
1: T- <laughs> okay, so you you had that in you. Oh yeah, yeah. What do
0: you think that came from?
1: Were you always always like that? Is even a young girl, or did you have this like change? Because I know I had a change. <laughs>
0: No, I was always like that.
1: Very carefree. Okay. Yeah, very
0: carefree in high school and and, and, and
1: college. Okay, but Noemi, the girl that's listening, that's not carefree. (laughs) It is not her default. What would you tell her?
0: Uh, It is easier said than done. I can't be like, oh, "Oh, just join burlesque, you know, because I know that um, I think it has to come within first. I could walk out in a, in a song and, and these, that, these costumes, some of, you know, their thongs or this, They're um,
1: well, you know what I really liked
0: about this team is that, uh, I never felt like, um, like you, like, I always felt like I belonged. That I never felt like, oh, you're going to be this character because you're bigger, you know, or I don't know. It just was like, Like Mm -hmm. everyone is the same. Everyone wears the same costume. Um, So I felt more comfortable with my body, even more so when I joined this burlesque team, because it's it's almost like we all have different bodies and everyone accepts it. And the audience loves it. I I think the audience really loves when somebody is super confident. And that's what I've noticed, Mm too. Okay. And um, yeah, the audience was I was I'm getting I get really good audience feedback. so it's did a lot Did that shift
1: anything with your relationship with your partner when you started doing these shows?
0: No, he um he loves them. Uh, he yeah. actually sounds like things? he misses
1: them. Did yeah. you even like, you know, when you came home, did it add something? Like, that's what I mean. Did it add?
0: What did it um, add? Well, Maddie, my boyfriend, has always... And my other past boyfriends, they all know me as again, taking my bra off type of person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So they met me already like that. So when I mentioned it to him, Hey, like, like I'm thinking of joining this burlesque team and he's familiar with burlesque shows. I, I think he's gone to a few, not, not necessarily this one, but, um, he was like, Oh, cool. And, uh, he went to pretty much all my shows. He's, he loves watching. He has his favorite performers and, um, so are you talking about like personal, like like sexually or something? Yeah, like whatever. I mean, I know when um, I
1: teach my sexy classes, I come home and my life is just grander for it. Anytime I just have one class. Uh, even though I'm pretty I, free, Noemi, yeah. it even still helps.
0: I think it's the same because I'm always very um, open and sexual. Anyway. Anyway, anyway yeah. so with, with my past partners, I've always been very open. And um so right now I'm wearing a lot of like a lot of makeup. Normally I don't. And so even just when I was putting makeup on, Manny, he's so cute. He's just like, ah, babe, like give me you know, he he's yeah. all constantly like even when I don't wear makeup, he me hace cariños. you know, he's like, Yes, hey, que lindo. But, like he's he's constantly like just it's- I, was, I think
1: it's the confidence that you have, right? That's what's sexy, and that you're saying the audience—they love, they have their favorite ones. Yeah.
0: yeah, I feel very comfortable with my body, and I'm still working on it. um I can't say I'm like the most. Com- I, I I probably am the most comfortable, but um I know people that are more comfortable than I am, even with their body. Uh, but yeah. even just like um with anyone, like uh, um, something like of taking my bra off, like even changing in front of people, like um we did in high school, like nobody cared. Um, with my friends uh, in college and even with Manny, like, even, like, after showering or whatever, like, I come out, I mis calzones, my underwear, like, is just, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's almost like we're just very open. and Yeah. Well, I should say, like, I, him himself, he's very comfortable with his body, too. Yeah, that is yeah. so,
1: I love that, Noemi, as that I'm listening because... <laughs> I'm a different person every five seconds. Right. And there's some moments where I'm just so free. And then all of a sudden I want to put that towel on and I'm by myself. And I'm like, Noemi, what is this? You know? So that's why I'm, I'm talking for those, everybody listening. That's like, Oh my gosh, I wish I had what no Noemi has. And I do too. I'm like, it it goes in and out for me. It's so interesting that I grew up in a naked house. Were you in a mm-hmm. naked house where everybody was just like, no big deal. Do you know what I mean? Or did you um- do this later? Because to me it was no big deal in our house.
0: Mm-hmm. My mom is, is, is a little bit more, um, even though her she shows her shows of her, her legs like conservative a
1: lot. that way. Of um,
0: I remember like growing up and her like kind of being a little bit more like this, or you yeah. know, like oh, if a guy touches you, like it's gonna go into this and this and this and this. And you're like, um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> what else? Yes, let's go <laughs> teach me. <laughs> um. Uh, which is funny because I don't know if you've ever met my mom, and she's seventy-seven now. And everyone thinks like, "Oh my god, your mom is so wild," because she is. She she's super wild. So people might not think like, at the time she was a little bit more, a little bit more like this. I think because her mom, my grandma, was very, very very religious. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was kind of like she's kind of like the different one from her family. Yeah. Um, But she loves, she's gone to burlesque shows. She loves, she loves watching me perform and uh, she gets excited. And then, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, But Naked House, I don't, I don't think so too much. I think my mom uh, growing up was a little bit more like, you know, we got our period. Like it's a little, you know, it's a little bit more private, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she learned that some of men are like, like, we don't. (laughs) I love that, that
1: you you girls kind of just flipped it on your own. Like you would just had that. Yeah. And then I grew up the other way and then kind of got a little more conservative. I'm like, what is that? And now I'm starting to come, you know, be more confident. I'm growing more into my skin, so to speak, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that, that's an interesting one. God, we can have a whole show just on that. I love I would, talking
0: about that because I feel like I was also that person again when I was my fittest and I see pictures. and I
1: Yeah. Owned. And you're like, what? And I was hiding
0: when I looked yeah. like that. I just felt like a little bit more like I could always be better. Like, you know, eating after eating a cupcake after working out, I just felt like, (laughs) fuck, like, (laughs) guilty, like that. I'm like, geez, like, I wasn't happy. And I think just being happier now and, and, and um, just accepting my body. um, I don't know, I just feel so, so good. I love I love being in this burlesque team. And even like costumes that sometimes we have to wear with other dance teams. Like I felt I've, Oh, all right you want me to wear that tight that's cool like yeah you know I just always felt comfortable wearing whatever the heck people told me to wear
1: I so love that I you know what because it is one of my I guess um I want to say that I would like one of my desires I would like is when I'm 90 years old and I look back right now I want to know I did everything I could because I don't like that feeling to me when I look back at a picture of when I was 23 and go, dang I look good and I didn't appreciate it you know, so I don't want that when I'm 90. Looking back now, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, oh, mm, I had fun. I had fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. because I do. Yeah, like you said I look back. I go, man, I was the fittest and I was so awful to myself. Mm-hmm. And that's why I want to be best friends with my body because I was enemies, enemies, horrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, wow, you were pretty fit. That girl was can run circles, but she was miserable. And I'm a lot happier mm-hmm. now yeah
0: yeah it really is here it's not how you look or whatever um i've become less um shallow even with my with with my body how um before even if i got like um i don't know like i remember when i would be running and i i'm very i'm very uh what's that word um I trip a lot <laughs> when I'm running. And so clumsy. I would get sc- clumsy, yeah. And I would get yeah. scars and feel like, like almost like my body, like it's, and now mm. it's like I show my knee scar. Um, yeah. And it's pretty big. And I'm, this is why I changed my life. Like my knee, but freaking split open. And this is my scar. And I have a gnarly scar. I have a scar. And when I fall, and I, there's like good stories. I don't know. I just don't feel like, like, um, like even getting older and noticing, okay, white hair, I'm starting to get white hair and I love it. I, I, I guess just embracing everything, my stretch marks, like mm-hmm, just mm. really embracing everything. And and yeah. I know it's people say this and it sounds almost cliche. Cause I, I keep, you know, but which is great body positivity, but like truly preaching, yes, like really, really truly believing it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I get you, like, oh, yeah. I and get I always you. tell
0: Manny, like, you know, if we stay together, if he sees me older and like, age more a lot more then uh, I always want to be like a cool like hijita you know yes. <laughs> like even right now I, told, I was like oh I kind of look like a señorita now I'm, oh, I'm all 30 what am I 34 <laughs> I always forget how old I am by the way it's weird um so I'm 34 and I'm like oh I look like a señorita like <laughs> that's what I'm wearing <laughs> I'm like I look cool yes I look like a niña anymore
1: <laughs> yeah I love that oh, I so love that This is a great conversation, especially how to end it, because I like when I get tongue-tied because that's when I know something hit for me, you know, and I take away something. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. The thing that came up for me was, I wonder if I could see myself the way my partner sees me. Everybody listening out there, take that one more time. Because the way your partner sees you, it's almost like how God sees you. Like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You're so this. And sometimes I'm like, really? You know? And so my question is, To myself, I wonder if I can see myself the way he sees me. Wow. Because I think I can, but then I'm like, no, there's so much more. I I think I I capped it, right? There was like a limit, and I'm like, no, there is more because he sees me as like the way life sees me. And so I wanted to kind of end with that. Did you want to say something?
0: Yeah, I think I'm uh, fortunate enough to have somebody that's super open minded. Like, I shaved my head earlier um, a few times, and he was like, yeah, let's shave it. Like, he, almost just doesn't care. Like he's just like always accepting. And sometimes when I do say like, hi babe, like how did I gain a little, you know, how these pants fit, you know, whatever. He's just like, like, he doesn't want to hear it almost like, hmm. I don't know. He's just very accepting with whatever the heck I want to do and wear not just physically or clothes, just like anything I want to do in life. And, um, my family is very supportive. So so it's not just my partner. I'm I'm glad I found somebody like that. And I think I found somebody like that because of my family, how accepting and supportive they are. Mm-hmm. My friends and family. Um, so it's not just my partner,
1: you know. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Such a gift. Yeah. <sighs> As you're talking, I mean, I'm I'm I know that if I decided to shave my head tomorrow, my God'd be like You know, I wonder, like, and I'm like, I I see this gift and I'm not embracing it where I'm still going from the outside in, you know? Wow. Tongue tied. Tongue tied. Uh, We're going to kind of end it there. This is so good. I know. So everybody can find you on Instagram. It Miss underscore Chula underscore Morena. Morena, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's her... um, We'll we'll put that page in or maybe we'll put because I know you have like, I don't know how many pages you have, but you have a lot. <laughs> a lot I
0: of it. just have a personal one, but that's more so for like friends and family. And then yeah. I have the, the public Miss Chula Morena, which yeah. I'm working on a Valentine uh, photo shoot. OK, <laughs> okay. go there, <ahead>. DM <laughs> her and say what's up
1: and what your takeaway is. And yes, I'm one of mine from this is loving the scars and the like the things that I like here it is. Like I have knock knees. Oh, my God. They've always like they give me flat feet, et cetera, blah, blah. Here's my knock knees, you know, mm-hmm. and, like all the things that I've been trying to avoid. I'm like here they are. Here's my because scars.
0: You see these things in magazines or this or all these filters and photo, you know, and it's like you have to look a certain way. And, and
1: I call BS.
0: Yeah, It. I know I keep talking like a lot of girls, like I've seen a lot of great body positivity, which I'm so glad, you know, because there's been like, like how, how I look on Instagram and then how I really oh, look yeah. and then people, oh, really you know, like, you've seen those where they just kind of do this and that comes out. Yeah, and their pancita or their cellulite, you know, the fittest yeah. people have light and it's like, that's the freaking truth. Like, I don't yeah. know why. But anyway, yeah. that's that's a whole other.
1: And Noemi, genuinely, honestly, you are living and breathing it. Because there are some, as I, you know, I can coach and say it. And then like, oh, Joanna, am I living it? There's moments when I'm not. There's moments when you, come on, Joanna. But Noemi, you are truly living it. You are being it. Like the I feel so good
0: when I work out and when I flipped my I work out to feel to for my back, lower back not to hurt because at the time I was driving a lot for this for it's not really like oh to get this you know for these times yeah. once I changed that thought I, I was like oh my god I even feel more comfortable running more often wow. and, um, and sometimes yeah it that changing it as working out because this is a lifestyle like you said when you're 80 you don't want to you know hurt your back when you carry grocery bags like mm-hmm. that's what I'm working for as opposed to like looking a certain way it, it. I know it's like it sounds so cliche. Some people might be rolling their eyes. Some women or men or whatever. I'm truly believing this and feeling it. And I and I welcome people to to also feel that. And it. I'm happier in life, and I'm more appreciative of anything.
1: Amen. In my twenties, I worked out so that I could look good. Now I work out. So I feel good.
0: You know what I mean? Ah. So I'm like,
1: I forget. I'll go on a hike and it's nothing. It's nada to me. Nada. I love it. With somebody else and they're like huffing and puffing. I'm like, really? I forget. You know? Yes.
0: Yeah. It's helped my dancing, it's helped yeah. my running, my knees. I have a torn meniscus by the way, and ever since I started working out more home workouts, thank you again, Joanna. Mm-hmm. Um just more home workouts and working on my inner thighs that normally I don't didn't really before. Mm-hmm. It's really made my knees stronger and now I don't even have knee pain. And I no. thought I would have to get surgery. I'll get surgery <laughs> late
1: Okay. my gosh, I feel good. I feel happy. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Last year, you remember I was walking with a cane. I, oh my God. Yeah. And it's just, Joanna, it's other stuff, girl. You don't, Yeah. And I was like, I need surgery. I, I didn't need any surgery. Yeah. Oh, this was really good. I really hope that that you and I brought some perspectives, yours, mine, and then people got some ahas. I got some ahas. Thank you, Noemi, so much. Everybody follow her on Instagram. Say what's up. Send her a DM. And until next time, remember to get back up. See you next time.